Happy Wednesday, everybody. I hope you are doing well. You know, I was thinking today, it has been over eight weeks since the last time we were able to physically meet together across our campuses. And let me just tell you, this extrovert misses my church family so much. So from my family, all six of us to yours, we just wanna say we love you, we miss you, and our staff has thoroughly enjoyed bringing these devotionals to you each day. And we've been talking about the Israelites who have been in the wilderness as we've been following our Finding Normal series. And we've been following along with Pastor Mike's sermon from last week. And we're gonna use the SOAP method to do this devotional. So scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And today we're gonna read 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses one through four. And you know, over the past few weeks, before we read this, I don't know if you're like me, but I've asked a lot of questions. And one of those questions I've asked is, God, are you in this? Are you with me? And maybe you're like me and you've asked that question too. Or maybe you've asked, God, will you provide for me? And I'm hoping through the reading of these scriptures and our observations, we can take a look at the answer to that question. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse one through four says, I don't want you to forget, dear brothers and sisters, about our ancestors in the wilderness long ago. All of them were guided by a cloud that moved ahead of them and all of them walked through the sea on dry ground. In the cloud and in the sea, all of them were baptized as followers of Moses. All of them ate the same spiritual food and all of them drank the same spiritual water for they drank from the spiritual rock that traveled with them and that rock was Christ. As we look at this scripture, we can see that Paul is writing to the church in Corinth to tell them how to live as Christians. And he uses this interesting pronoun right here in the opening of this passage. He says, about our ancestors. Now this was interesting because the church in Corinth was comprised mostly of Gentiles. So when he says are, he was reminding them that through Jesus Christ, they had been grafted into the family of God. They didn't have to be an Israelite. They were grafted into the family of God through Jesus Christ. He also goes on to remind them of all that God did for Israel in the wilderness. Look look at the scripture. They were guided by a cloud. They walked through the sea. They were given spiritual food, that manna and that quail each day. And then they were given spiritual water. And in verse four, he reminds them where this spiritual water came from. It came from a rock. Now, if that's not interesting enough, I don't know about you, but I don't know many juicy rocks. So this was interesting in itself, but you may be like me and you've never caught this. It also says it traveled with them. It doesn't say that they carried it on carts. It says it traveled with them. This rock traveled with them. Now, I've never seen a rock travel on its own. The closest thing I've seen to it is one of my four kids picking up a rock and putting it in the van. And then as we travel down the road, the rock ends up in the bottom of a seat next to an old French fry. And that's, I guess, how the rock traveled with us. But that's the closest I've seen to that. But here in this passage, we're reminded that the rock goes with them. And Paul makes a connection to Jesus being that rock. 
You know, we often think about Jesus as being in the New Testament only. But here, Paul shows us that Jesus is in the Old Testament. And in the Old Testament, he provided physical water for the Israelites. And for us, he gives us spiritual water. Look at John chapter 7, verse 37 through 38. It says, on the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from his heart. I love that passage. He is with us and we will never thirst again. Now, what does this mean for us? What's the application of this passage? So I wanna give you three things that we can apply to our lives. The first is you are part of God's family. You know, when Jesus saves us, it means that we are grafted into the family of God. And I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes even though I know this, I believe this, and we can sometimes believe this, but often we still wonder, is he with us? Does he care? And will he provide for us? And that brings me to the second application point, And that's that God's provision travels with us. God's provision travels with us, just like the rock that followed the people wherever they went in the wilderness, God's love and provision follows us in every season of our lives. Whether you're working hard because you're a healthcare worker or you're an employee that's working extra hours right now and you're not able to be with your family or whether you're with your family, you're quarantined and maybe you need a break from your family, but wherever you are, whether you're sick or whether you're hurting or whether you're stressed, you lost your job, God is with you. And he wants to provide, with, provide for you. His provision travels with us. Philippians 1.6 tells us that he will finish what he started. Look at this. It says, And I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue this work until it is finally fi finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. So I, I want to challenge you that every time you see a rock, whether you see it in a parking lot, on a walk that you're going on later this afternoon, anytime you see that rock, remember that God's provision travels with us. And then the last thing that we can learn from this passage, number three, is Jesus fulfills our thirst. You know, we all have this internal void in us. We long for something. And here we're reminded that only through a relationship with Jesus Christ can we never thirst again. He provides us with what we need. You know, it was through a big sacrifice of Jesus dying on a cross for us that we can have something that lasts forever. We can have eternal life. You know, if you watch the sermon this week, Pastor Mike said this, and if you hadn't got a chance to watch the sermon, I encourage you to go back and look at it. But Pastor Mike said this in the sermon, the rock had to be struck. That rock, Jesus Christ, had to be struck so you and I would never thirst again. So here are the things we can remember today. Number one, you are part of God's family. You are grafted into the family of God. Number two, God's provision travels with you in every season of life, in every season of life. And number three, Jesus fulfills our thirst nothing else will. Let's pray together. 
Lord, I thank you so much for your love for us. Thank you, God, that you provide for us. God, there are times where we wonder if you're there, but just like in this passage and Paul's reminding the church in Corinth, you remind us daily that you care, that your provision travels with us. And Lord, I pray for each and every person that is watching this devotional right now. Lord, that you would remind them that you love them, that you are with them, and that through you, they don't have to look for other things, that they find the source of their strength and their thirst in you. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name, amen.